Welcome to Unmatch Me Now, the podcast about horrible online dating experiences and dating ethics. I am your host, Idan, an Israeli based in Berlin. Hope you're all having a good week so far. Before we start, make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram or Twitter at Unmatch Me Now. And if you think you have some stories to share and want to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out to me on social media or at unmatchmenow.com. Now, let's greet our guest for today. <laughs> okay, so Simone, how are you doing? Hi, thank you for having me on the podcast, finally. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how long fine. have it been? Two years or more. No. Yes, that no. I wanted to be on your podcast. Are you serious? Yeah, I am. I thought it was like a few months. Really? <laughs> I will tell you later why it took me so long, but, um, okay. <laughs> you know, now I'm here and that's all it counts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so tell us about yourself a little bit. Yeah. So I am 35. I am living in Berlin since nine years. Uh, I've been single here three years in this time. And I'm from Austria. I'm an editor-in-chief by day and a writer and a st- stand-up comedian by night. Oh, yeah, and um, I have a blog that is called ninety nine datingstories dot com. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, and I'm pansexual, but like all my bad stories are all are just about men. <laughs> that could be a pattern, but uh, it's I de- it's definitely a pattern. <laughs> podcast. But, uh, no, the the quantity is a bit off because I was like mostly <coughs> dating men because it's the easiest. I see. Yeah, okay. because it's just so hard to get on dates with women or other genders. Seriously, but yeah, it's yeah, it's also been on the podcast before. Yeah, this topic, as as I guess you know. Yeah, it's 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 quite annoying because also you have in addition to find out if it's really a girl or if it's like a couple or if it's. Uh, uh, a guy with a fake profile really it's oh wow okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are out there that i for, like, always forget about you know yeah <laughs> those black swans yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't get it because i mean i will find out eventually yeah and um like when i have my preference on girls i will definitely not look for a ga- guy right but yeah um, yeah okay i i wanted to ask I want to ask you like a really stupid question, like a stupid hetero question. Yeah, do. Go for it. It's like one of those shower thoughts that I had like a few <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> okay. What is the difference between, I mean, I know the technical difference between a pansexual and a bisexual, but does the term bisexual inherently says that there's only two genders by saying bi and pansexual is like kind of like the evolution of that? I would say so. I mean, I I was mostly saying I'm bi because I thought I'm just into women and men. But then I discovered with like further investigation into mm-hmm. my sexuality that actually I'm also into other genders. So um, she males or stuff like this or trans women, trans men are also really something I'm sexually attracted to. So that's why I d- identify myself now as pan. pan. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because, I mean, bi does not really mean exactly these two genders, but mostly like female and male, but mostly it's used for that. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So what what is your blog about? 
Uh, it's my dating stories, basically uh, categorized in bad, awesome, horrible, uh, no, hot, <laughs> um, almost love stories, uh, and also the learnings I got from it, things you never wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, I started this, of course, just because I had so many weird and crazy stories, and uh, I would say my life is uh, obviously with the soundtrack, uh, isn't it ironic by Alanis Morissette, <laughs> because it's just so much what the fuck situation happened. And I wrote them down because it was like, this is just too too good to just, you know, let it slip. Yeah. And then um, I uh, never published it for a long time. <laughs> like uh, as in not online as well? Yeah, so I just had it in my uh, Evernote and then I was like, okay, uh, it took me like a personal development into uh, going there. I I will talk about that later as well, but it's a bit more heavy, so I keep that for (laughs) for later. Um, And also my traveling, because I was basically dating around the world, so uh, I, yeah, I I took it also to just (laughs) experience everything you can experience in different <laughs> cultures and and stuff so um like when you see it from outside you can say like i lived my best life uh but that also had a downside yeah. um but yeah i that's what i i have like quite a few bad dating stories now i can say also quite a few awesome dating stories of course uh and i i think i will just hopefully have a good selection of them today <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, um, what kind of dating apps are you using or have been using? I think all of them. All of them. <laughs> I played it till the end. Really? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, mostly, of course, uh, Bumble, Tinder, OkCupid. Um, yeah. yeah, and I tried all the like a lot of the others for a short time until I was creeped out and deleted it again. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, there's just one dating app that um that i didn't hear on your podcast yet that i tried that was interesting that was woo dating woo woo yeah what is that that is for curvy women i think oh why is it a woo i don't know okay <laughs> <laughs> but um it's it's like like every other uh dating app but the difference is that you have like a feed where you can post and like uh, uh photos like your own, but you can also comment and like photos kind of, of like others. Instagram ish. Yeah, in a way. Mm-hmm. So you see everyone who is liking and commenting on others' profiles and others' photos. Okay. And basically, you see your competition mm. <laughs> and what they answer to it. Oh, that's weird. That God of it. Like, I don't know. I don't want to know what they are like yeah. writing with other people. So, yeah. Yeah okay that was but uh, yeah is there a lot of people on there um, i used it when it was in austria so it was not too much um there but i mean you you can basically have the radius around the world then it's much because in america it seems to be a thing yeah okay yeah (laughs) here not so much yeah okay all right what's your favorite one I think I like Bumble the most, but I had like phases where I was like, okay, I focus on this, I focus on that. Um, 
I had the feeling there were less creeps on um, on Bumble, but also I like the the matching thing, like the the percentage of OkCupid okay thing that you had basically a bit a deeper uh, insight into a person already. But back in the days, back in the days, four years ago, when I started all this online dating, um, I was a lot. I was enjoying Tinder actually a lot, and I had mm-hmm. have the feeling it was back then good. Like people were still putting effort in it, and um, I yeah. developed like a lot of stories with people. Yeah, Tinder deteriorated like in the last three it years a lot. Just downhill, yeah. Yeah, now it's just like a, it's like everyone without any reason, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like it it got like no one wants to put any effort in it anymore. That's that's yeah. for sure. Because um, I what I started, I did, I never liked this like small talk thingy. Yeah. So I uh, put always like a small story mm-hmm. on my profile, so that um, <clears throat> I get basically matched with my kind of like weirdness. <laughs> because I was just like making up stuff like about my perver zebra, about uh, left-handed dwarfs who hmm? perver zebra. Yeah. My what What is that? <laughs> Basically, I invented stories about a purple zebra that is uh, ice cream addicted and is dancing on rooftops with me and is a it narcissist. It sounds like a mythological creature, purple no, zebra. Well, not really. I I kind of like that it's not a unicorn now, that I just invented my purple zebra and that for me stands for everything i am maybe i don't know wait so you invented a word for who you are or no no no. i always said it's my best friend okay and um just by writing it on my profile it became a thing because like you know i was then people were writing me and like asking about my purple zebra and then i i was like creating stories with them and so it developed and that was actually the fun part for me because then you know i had just like developed stories with strangers and this was actually the fun part for me um but the the weirdest thing is that i was once on a date with a person that i had this purple zebra stories with and um (laughs) i had to pee very badly we were on a lake and um i met the purpose i there was a statue of a purple zebra where i like in the open air thingy i don't know what a purple zebra is it's just something I made up. But you said there's a statue there. Yeah, no, a statue. Yeah. A sta- yeah. So it's it's looks like like it's it, a it zebra exists. and it's purple. Ah, okay. So it it is a thing that other people know of. No. As well, or no. It, so it's just like a made up thing. Yeah, and suddenly it was there, and I found oh, it so okay. funny because <laughs> I was like, "There is my purple zebra. I made it up. Now it's real." <laughs> purple zebra. Yeah. Gotcha. But, oh, did you understand something else? <laughs> I thought you said prepper zebra. Oh, I thought it was like some sort of a mythological creature Ah, of sorts or something from D&D or something like that, you know. No, just really made up purple zebra that became then. Purple zebra. Yes. Okay. I got it now. Okay. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. For example, that Mm -hmm. um, and and just stories like that. Then I made up stories how I will uh, with people like plans how to steal that purple zebra Mm -hmm. because I wanted to have it in my super small apartment. Hmm. Um, But uh, that never happened. And I never said that I want to steal anything. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's just a statue. (laughs) It's not. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they can make another one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope, at least. I okay. should uh, have a look if it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what have been your most worst and horrible online dating stories? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, um when I said I had never to someone I kind of bragged about it. I said I never had bad dating stories and after <laughs> I said that I had a series of bad date, date, mm. dates um that were just so absurd in a way. So I I think yeah. I just start with uh one of the <laughs> yeah. That makes the least sense. That was uh one guy that I labeled as like a nice guy because I was in hospital first and he asked it matched there and he asked every time every day how I feel. So I mm. thought like, oh, very concerned. And um so I uh when I was out again, we set the date, then he said he wanted to go to a Nike store. And uh-huh. I said, like, okay, that's a weird um date location. I don't <laughs> want to be your shopping assistant, but okay. <laughs> Um, and then he canceled half an hour before because he changed his mind and went to a barber instead. And, um, then I said like, Hey, I'm pissed because I was already ready and like kind of going there. Yeah. And he said, he's not mad. (laughs) That was his response. He's not mad. He's not mad. (laughs) Yeah. He's not mad. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, I just. Gave him a second chance because I thought, okay, he was like really there for me. I appreciated so much that he was there for me. So <laughs> why not? And I uh, really put effort in it to go really on a date with him on a rooftop bar. And he was 15 minutes late, but didn't have the need to tell me. Mm. And uh, I mean, the wife was really nice up there with DJ and everything. But um, yeah, then he was like super uncomfortable scratching himself all the time and oh, no. taking calls all the time. Oh, no. Um, but he said like, yeah, he has to be there for his company 24-7 because like, yeah, super important, super important. You know, the job is everything. And I said like, oh, I'm so happy. I was uh, self-employed for some time. I'm so happy. I don't, I can leave the office at seven and just not think about it anymore. He didn't understand. And then he said um, he, he moved to Berlin because of the job, because of the money, because um, like he he earns more than he did in his old job and he was from Switzerland. So it must be quite mm. something. Um, and I said like, okay, for me, money is not the top priority because, uh, I, yeah, I took actually the least, uh, the, the worst job offer when I was like, I would just started a new job and, um, it was, I had three offers and I took the worst one like money wise because i just said okay this company is really for me there were not so many layoffs and as in all the other companies um and he like really treated me then like i was the dumbest person on earth Mm. because i chose the job not for the money (laughs) um yeah but i mean he was like bragging how much money he made but he he like a banker or something no, some business. Okay, but still, like, yeah, thingy. business I stuff have is no kind of like, yeah, 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 same, same, you know, caliber of uh, yeah, arrogance. manager or something, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, and uh, wait, where was <laughs> he? Was uh, <coughs> making fun of you because you? Oh uh, yeah, 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 and I mean, he he was bragging how much money he made, but he didn't even invite me for one beer. 
I mean, <laughs> I'm not expecting it at all, right? Yeah. Um, I can pay for my own shit, but if you're bragging how much money you make... Yeah, you kind of need to... Yeah. Don't... How do they say? Don't let your mouth write checks that your ass can't cash. Okay, I haven't heard that one. But yeah, that's... And then the most ridiculous thing, I think, was when we were talking about breakfast for whatever reason. And I said, I... Uh, love cold pizza for breakfast mm -hmm. and um he said he hates people who love cold pizza oh that was very strong opinion for mm -hmm. some food yeah. and he would even unfriend his friends if he would find out oh, that wow. they like cold pizza that is like some serious black and white kind of dude yeah <laughs> yeah i was uh. like what what <laughs> what is that yeah um we never met again <laughs> yeah clearly <laughs> clearly yeah okay interesting yeah i mean you know it's funny to me how people make these rules for themselves all the time you know like i mean i, I guess everybody does you know like uh, yeah but not so like not so strict you yeah. Know? yeah i mean dump me because i love cold pizza duh <laughs> yeah it's just like i don't know it's such a weird boundary <laughs> if you can call it like that at all yeah <laughs> um but yeah i think i mean i think i lost him way before but <laughs> yeah i mean probably yeah probably never <laughs> he was never really in the in the field to begin with like with st standing you up like this you know that's just shows really bad bad behavior future yeah. behavior patterns yeah i thought i still thought i owe him something i think otherwise i would have like what the yeah you know? yeah i get that yeah you give me a lot of times i also find myself give people the benefit of the doubts you know yeah yeah me too that would lead me to my next stories okay <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. because i i think i have something like an intuition but i just keep ignoring it mm -hmm. and um i met this one person <clears throat> and he came towards me and i was just like nope <laughs> like he was gorgeous and everything but i just something in me said nope just like the feeling <clears throat> yeah and then I, I thought, yeah, I should give him a chance. Why? Why am I judging so quickly? Da da da. And then we we uh, had a chat in our park, and like half an hour into the date, he told me I would be his perfect second wife. Oh boy! It's not that he had one already. Oh. But I would be the second. In her, yeah, I would be just the second one because one has <clears> to <throat> give him kids, right? And that would of course be the first one. I mean, it I comes see. very naturally up on the first dates with me that I say, like, I don't want kids because my opinion is very strong on it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and that was a bit enough for me. I mean, I still was like, OK, let's go. Let's just let this uh, fade smoothly. Right. And then mm -hmm. I said, like, I will go home now. And because I was back then uh, um, thinking like we need more honesty in dating, uh, I said nothing will happen between us. This is not going to work out. I will just take the next drum and we'll go home. <laughs> uh, and he begged me for another beer and I said no. Mm. Um, I will just take this drum and I got on the drum. He get, got on the drum with me. <laughs> oh, wow. And um, was trying to convince me in the middle of a lot of people because the drum was full that i am wrong <laughs> first of all for my life choices and wanted to tell me how i have to live my life right wow 
um, because I didn't want to have a family, I will die alone. <laughs> yeah. And then, but I mean, I even told him like in detail why I'm also not biologically able to have children. Okay. And he even argued that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the whole Trump knew that then as well. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, why? <laughs> While we're at it, let's just inform <laughs> everyone else. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, it was the sense, really made no sense that we're arguing about it. And I always said like, hey, because back then I was living in Matsan, so the Trump was going oh, uh, a long way, right? Yeah. And I said like, hey, he, he lived in Prenzlauer Berg where we just were. So I was like, hey. He, he took the tram with your direction to just though, to argue with you yes, about this. Yes. On the first date. Yes. Wow. Damn. Because I was wrong. <laughs> Not to date him. Oh my god. I mean, if <laughs> sometimes I think like if people would take that amount of energy and like really directed or redirected to like a proper cause, what would happen? You know, what would fucking happen? <laughs> you know, it's like fucking solve starvation or something. It's like so, argue yeah. with people about yeah. that on the yeah. tram. You know, <laughs> it's like crazy to me. But yeah, I think there's some primary urge that just <laughs> makes some people really. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. Um, mm. So he got all the way with me to Matan. I got one stop up off before that because I didn't want him to know where I live and said goodbye <laughs> and walked away. And then he texted me half an hour later complaining that he's still on his way home and he just did that because of me. Wow. And <clears throat> I said, like, I sure didn't ask you to. <laughs> wow. I don't know if, if it's a sexist thing to say, but there's one thing that n this kind of things never happened to me. It feels like women are always, or at least cis women in that sense, are always not as tenacious to try to prove their point to someone that disagrees with them. Mm. Like I hear about stories about men. You know, it never happened to me that like, even when someone completely disagrees with me, yeah. you know, like very passionately, if I would just like, <laughs> you know, leave the conversation in any form, yeah. it's done. You know, yeah. that's it. I think there's maybe also an ego thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it of, of like course it, yeah. it was a rejection in that way. And yeah. you know, not everyone can handle rejection well and the truth that i've told him right to his face like hey sorry no yeah um but yeah it could be right because i also think of some arguments that i had with guys on the app that were so uh sure about that they are right and yeah uh, and really like calling me all kind of names just because <coughs> they could <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's something i mean like yeah granted some people <coughs> Like in that sense, when you when I date women, right? Like that's my experience. Then sometimes it comes to these lines of like you know, like someone really disagree disagree with you or like just trolling and you know try to insult you regardless of whatever you know yeah, on the but apps. But I mean, that yeah, that makes some sense. But because, yeah, it's I can't think of one time that someone really, especially if I go down the line to it, that I'm like if I would be the person trying to convince someone of something that they disagree with, most of the time, from my experience, they just like retract from the conversation completely. Like if it's like I'm matching, mm. stopping to answer or whatever, you know, like, I mean, it it's doesn't so happen easy. to me that yeah. often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like half and a handful <laughs> of times, but 
it's kind of I, I really wonder why why that happens with with men so so often yeah yeah I was I mean I, I was not sure if I should uh, tell this part but it's uh, that one conversation I had but it it fits quite well into it um, I was matching with someone who was when I said I want to get to know you first because before I meet you and he was then just exploding and saying ah oh, this is some average woman average looking woman behavior and you think mm. you're a diva and you don't know who you're dealing with here I'm an alpha male oh and my god <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and really like I was then like my sarcasm was on I was like enjoying this <laughs> conversation to to just he called me a troll, but uh, of course. That's, I mean, that's, you know, that happened to me also before when, like, um, I think I, I had this story on the podcast, 100% had this on the story on the podcast, but um, like sometimes when people are just so desperate to, you know, like to, to do something, they kind of use this like common, common, you know, like uh, weapons, like you're a troll, you're this, you're mm. that, you're a chauvinist, you're, yeah, you know, yeah. what, even if whatever you say has nothing to do with it. Yeah. And it's kind of funny to me, like that they're just <laughs> don't get the term that they say. You know, yeah. you try to. Sometimes I will try no, to no, say, I like, think you know, he, he got it because he also said, like, I was hating for saying that I don't appreciate his um, <laughs> his like that that I was not looking up to him because he was this super skilled, intellectual, educated, whatever he oh like kept yeah. um, saying. Yeah. Um, and I'm just average and below average. And he kept, kept like just <laughs> writing average dressing, average, <laughs> <laughs> average arguments, average sexual whatever, you know. Mm. And it was he was like um, just assuming I'm bad in sex. And he was assuming that I have like a blank life and everything. And it just kept, kept contradicting himself. Also, he said he wrote two books on women pleasure. <laughs> He wrote two yeah. books on women pleasure, <laughs> so he knows oh exactly what he's yeah. doing and everything. So, oh man! Back then, I was not aware about this incel community thing. Do mm. you know? You about think it? he was an incel? I think so. I mean, he used the term alpha male. Uh, that happens to non-incels as well. Yeah, unfortunately, it goes it's, everything in this direction. I mean, that okay, controversial question. But where was he from? America. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's quite. I mean, I think here it's not so important and dominant in the culture to be an alpha male as is in other countries, like in Israel as well. You know, really. I mean, pe- people want like the difference between. I I hypothesize the difference between Israelis and Americans in that in this particular sense is that an Israeli guy will not say he's an alpha male. Mm-hmm. He will just behave like this. <coughs> and if someone tries to, you know, like if he feels threatened by this by someone, mm-hmm. he will just push this behavior further, mm-hmm. more aggressive. American guys, and I say this because I uh, follow a few what's uh, not what's up uh, Facebook groups of women that share. I mean, it's not just women, but like mostly women uh, that share you know profiles and conversations they have on Tinder and whatnot. And apparently, a lot of guys write that they're an alpha male, and then they you know argue about it. And it's kind of weird for me because if you're an alpha male, which doesn't also exist in, mm-hmm. in terminologies in humanity, uh, and this is, uh, I mean. 
this has been proven time and time again scientifically. Yes. Um, but uh, let's say, okay, you believe that you're a very dominant person. You cannot prove your dominance by saying you're dominant. Yes. <laughs> it's yes, just exactly. not. Exactly. Yeah. You know? If you have to say it, then. Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like, I mean, uh, because I'm also following quite some like uh, things on TikTok, there's even an alpha con. Oh, wow. Yeah, where like so many people speak about how you become an alpha male and how you how you act with dominance and how a woman has to be that you that has to be obedient and everything. It's it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the time it comes across. It comes like along with like having guns and, uh, you know, like having army uniforms, even though you're not in the army. <laughs> it's kind of mm. like all mishmash yeah, together. That's one <laughs> that's one part of it. But I also met uh, incels that are not like that. Uh, yeah, like that they, they're not Americans and also not that, but uh, have the same attitude. One of them was my friend. And with all these arguments, we basically wow. <laughs> trashed <Yeah>. our friendship. <laughs> I always thought incels are actually the opposite of alphas in some way. Like they always see themselves as like, you know, like the the ones that can like are so not getting uh women to like them because they're so not alpha mm -hmm. and women they always like say like women only want alpha males and because they they are like the whatever gamma i don't know what they define themselves as <laughs> delta omicron uh you know like uh <laughs> males or whatever and then 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 they say like oh nobody likes us because the world is based on just alpha male dominance whatever so i don't know that's that's like what my imagination was about it but yeah i mean the the one thing that i came across is that they then um you know because of all the frustration that they cannot get late mm -hmm. um that they just you know put all this frustration into like anger against women and mm. then try to make show their dominance and their that oh, they're okay. still alpha because also when you know if they recall be called beta they want to become an alpha mm. I, I i think that's how it works yeah I'm it's, not, it I'm makes not sense an expert makes sense. on this and yeah. then do something <clears throat> quite yeah i mean they they do hurtful. a lot of crazy <laughs> shit yeah i mean like there was like mass massacres right like based on uh, like insults that you know uh, i think the the guy from Norway, I think he was an insult. Yeah? Okay, yeah. I didn't know. But I can imagine that this takes this, this turns, yeah. yeah. And it's it's I find it quite dangerous. Also when when you just, you know, if you diss people, for example, if you're not happy with whatever that you are just um yeah, for example, if you're not interested in someone, you don't have to shame them or something. Yeah. You can just say, hey, yeah. I'm not interested, right? Yeah. I think the, the frustration goes up when like just people are more and more hurtful to them. Yeah. In some way, I don't even think that these approaches are accessible to people like that. They're like so deep into some sort of uh, overly biased worldview. Yeah. That even if you come up and tell them, like, hey, listen, you don't have to shame people. They'll be like, this is not shaming. This is the truth. You know, this is what it, the world is. And it's kind of like they're, they're like seven steps away from actually reaching this uh, so-called, you know, like basic understanding of communication. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I'm, 
actually a bit pessimistic that they will change yeah, at any point Yeah, definitely, time. definitely. Because I was arguing a lot with that friend of mine that I still, I had to cut off uh, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, it was getting... Yeah, it's really, it's a shame when you discover your friends are uh, secret. Uh, <laughs> so, such a smart person, right? And then yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go on. Yeah. Um, one, hopefully I make it short, <laughs> uh, was I was in on a date with someone who was drunk already when we met. Oh, that's always bad. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> Um, but he wait, had to wait like half an hour for me. So I felt bad. So I was like, okay, let's do this. And he was on crutches mm-hmm. because he had like a knee surgery before. Um, but he acted uh, very out of the line. He tried to be funny or whatever and danced on the street and was approaching mm-hmm. strangers. I mean, something that I would encourage otherwise, but it was just so... Um, desperate in a way i don't know like he just tried to try to impress me or whatever i don't know what that was and mm-hmm. even like the people he approached were like giving me a look like oh god yeah. <laughs> well, why did he want from these people what what was the thing he told them no he just like wanted to dance on the street and he just oh, okay. asked them to dance with him on crutches yeah, i mean that was okay you know that's his thing that's all part was, of him yeah, yeah i mean it that, that was okay but uh then we got to the bar uh he flirted with the waitress there mm. um and stared at his, her boobs mm. <laughs> and then uh, like i think like five minutes in um he honked my boobs he what he honked my boobs <laughs> like literally or like in the air figured. no really <laughs> just uh, yes grabbed it wow and then i was like okay bye <laughs> yeah that, that was that intense. escalated very quickly mm. so what w- w- you just left or did you slap him or no i i mean i'm i'm that would have been the moment where i could make like some drama scene out of it mm. but i'm not so i just left yeah, yeah. yeah. and he okay. said like he was just joking how okay that that is just yeah that yeah. is wild to me someone <laughs> would do that you know yeah, but I mean, if you don't see anything wrong, even when you're drunk, then <clears throat> then something is wrong with you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're coming to a date drunk, it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> that's a boundary that you already crossed. You know, mm. it's like don't be intoxicated while meeting new people. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, if you're a bit tipsy, you know, been there as well. Yeah. Because I was sometimes dating two people in one evening, then I was like, okay. But oh, like not noticeable. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, my blog is called 99 Tinder Stories. So <laughs> you got to get that number, right? <laughs> it's been, I, I stopped counting, but it's over 100 already. Man, I don't even want to know how many dates I've been on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you better not count. It's Oh my it's, God. I, it, the funny thing is that I thought about it and I looked a little bit at my, you know, like I, I don't delete conversations. Actually, a lot of time I, I go back to really bad conversations I had with people. Some a lot, Most of the time, people I have never met mm-hmm. on WhatsApp, people I was supposed to go on a date with. Mm. And they ghosted me or they were assholes in any it's, sort of way. It's a and cemetery I, of contacts. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go back and I kind of reflect on it. And I've said, like, what, what was like, you know, especially if it's a few years ago, you know, because I feel like I, I changed, like, my, I feel like kind of a different person than I was like maybe four years ago, you know, like, or three years ago. Mm. And, 
sometimes I see like, okay, you know, maybe I was a little bit too harsh, you know, like in my reaction, you know, and yeah. even though I didn't, I don't think what they did was okay, you know, but, um, but yeah. Well, mm, I had some, some of the things too, where I was getting in touch with people again from my past where I was like, okay, I was reading through our conversations mostly because I was writing the stories and then I was like, oh, I was such a bitch <laughs> 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 because, you know, like I was so in every like all over the places <laughs> i was like traveling all the time and i was dating all the time so people had to wait sometimes for some weeks to meet me yeah and um or i was sick again <laughs> or in hospital and then, <laughs> <laughs> um and then of course i was like okay now is the time and I had like full planned all week and i was like when they are not able to meet me at that time then i get mad Mm. And that, that no, there's no reason to it, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not responsible for my schedule. Yeah. Um, and that was maybe not a good thing to do. Um, and also, but else I think, you know, if they're gone, they're gone. It's, yeah. I also sometimes I think, <laughs> oh, you know, this, this could have been like a nice whatever, but yeah. Okay. No, it's <laughs> yeah, I think uh, what I wanted to say was that there's actually more, like maybe three times more the amount of people I almost went on date with. Mm, mm. And it's kind of For scary the more. amount of people <laughs> yeah. I almost went on a yes, date with. Yes, yes. And yeah. If you already have that WhatsApp, then you're already a step ahead, right? Yeah. And that's still like, um, that's what I said, like a cemetery of contacts because I also um, screenshotted always like good conversations. Mm. I will, uh, I work through it and put it on uh, Instagram mm -hmm. um, right now. Like I'm, I'm building the the Instagram channel to the blog and um yeah it's it's a pity <laughs> when you had like really a nice vibe and stuff but it's it's just like it's not possible to meet everyone and it's no. so much work to finally like it is filter yeah. your people yeah. and I I hate it that we're just not um human enough. I felt like it's it's so we treat each other really badly I find and forget that it's yeah. it's actually people right and yeah. if you're like in this like oh this person and this person and maybe another person and maybe they are better and whatever you can never like get satisfied yeah i thought it's a trait of me of no. being the explorer mm -hmm. you know i'm not a, no. never satisfied but no it's uh, it's really something that the dating apps makes you yeah i mean granted not everybody has this pattern because some people are really um, reserved in their online dating behavior mm. but I, yeah. I call it the business of dating like that's how oh. I call this you know because it's kind of like these apps kind of push us to to do those yeah. kind of thing but also people to be uh, to be fair because the reason for example for me to have all these almost dates is because I got used to the fact that let's say okay in my most active tinder days I, if I would want to go on a date, most likely I would have to have planned a date with four or five different people. Four of them will just cancel mm. and then one person will show up. Really? Yeah, that's usually how it is. <sighs> you know, that's, that, that's, that's how dating uh, cis women is for, for the most part yeah, I mean, in Berlin. <clears throat> I'm dating women as well. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, because also on the other side, they're super like overwhelmed like yeah, yeah. Over, they get sure. quite too much yeah. uh, attention <laughs> but i mean i think there's for me there was always a difference between um 
getting a lot of attention on Tinder than saying, hey, let's go on a date, set a time and a place, mm. exchange WhatsApps, and then mm. they cancel. That's a different scenario for me than than that. Like if, yeah. if you cannot manage your own time, and let's put it like this, if all five of those people would go to the date, I will still show up. You know, I would have shown up. Yeah. I would not cancel on yeah, anyone. That's, yeah, that's good. But I have to say, horrible as it sounds, I'm quite aware that I was one of these people that also <laughs> had like, a plan A and a plan B and a plan C for one evening. Everybody does. And yeah. And then, yeah. you know, like I prioritize, I don't know by what I, I think by the potential that I see in a person. And I think that's linked to hotness, what I also hate. Mm. But um, I think I, I, I was thinking <laughs> about this a lot, but I was uh, giving like hot people way too many credits and like they had like such an easy game because i was just like you know then like oh okay no no problem uh, if you have just have time then then you know i cancel something and whatever yeah. and i mean the sad truth like is <laughs> that people that we find hot whoever that may be for for each of us then they do get away with a lot of things yeah, because yeah. of that that's right? that's what i that's what i actually I'm so biased towards yes. that but uh you know for me it was almost never like for me it's almost the opposite in some way because i learned that people that let's say um society redeem hot in some weird way for whatever reason they usually are the one that are the most flakiest so those will be the people that i almost assume i will uh, never okay, meet yeah you know so let's say that's like for weekdays you know like <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> also they they tend to not answer so much and you know because yeah, yeah, they get 700 yeah, yeah. messages yeah, and so on yeah so and i mean and also most of the time i don't really match with people like that you know mm-hmm. that's not like the people that i tend to have good communication to i mean it's, that is it's well, kind of it's kind of a weird thing to say because there there's a lot of people that i i find super hot equally as hot but they don't have the mannerism of mm-hmm. that you know i think it also comes yeah. with this mannerism yeah, yeah. right yeah true. so but you don't find that out by like a picture and the first conversation so we're just so <coughs> easy to judge on so little that's why i think it doesn't work out because we're already choosing the wrong people anyway and yeah. based on attraction i think or based, based on photos i think yeah. you know it's i even find it uh not a good thing to to date hot people because like you don't get over them i mean <laughs> so. i would I would I would argue what is hot people you know like yeah, yeah, well, redefine yeah. your hotness yeah, sh- in that sense. Yeah, sure. I right? mean, I'm sure have a different uh, idea about hot because yeah. I don't uh, like like the standard uh, whatever, right? But um, I mean, maybe it, the thing is that it doesn't like have to be like their physics in that way, like yeah, their yeah. physical attraction, right? I sure. mean, I mean, but in that's the thing. In you have just this. It's just a superficial on the dating. It app. is. It's super. I got, yeah, it's, it's I got there. so fucking superficial. I was never like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just there, you know. Yeah. Like it's it's so hard to get rid of, and it's so hard to to just like r- redefine in our in the way we see things, yeah. you know. And it it's stupid, but I mean, I think like going out of these like boundaries and like and this criteria is really help you. Like if you start dating people that you don't necessarily think would be your type, you know, like mm. uh, air quotes. Yeah, um, but the, the thing is, I tried that as well um, because I was like, hey, 
why who am I fooling? Like I was in a eight year relationship with someone that I didn't find hot at all. Yeah. Uh, but still, I was like uh, loving that person like crazy. But yeah. and I was like, I, I could have never met them on a dating app. I wouldn't have not swiped on them, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, sure, it's. But you, I think you don't do yourself a favor if you try to put yourself into something you're not, because also something that I found out is that you get way more like a dopamine dopamine rush when you're like when you put that person already somewhere on a pedestal (laughs) that thing and um and then they talk to you and stuff like that that's got me addicted to people i'm um yeah i cannot lie because i i somewhat disagree with that because i think you know like everything comes from somewhere you know like what let's say okay let's let go of this whole you know body positivity aspect of it let's say okay most people are actually that biased towards what is hot is the things that like run on instagram they're the mm. kardashians mm. supermodels whatever you know like all those things most people are being fed to that right so that that's our definitions of hot and that changes over the years you know, like uh, J-Lo's ass was hot for some time and then there was like skinny girls and then it come back to asses again and, you know, who knows what's next, you know, next or whatever. But the point is, okay, so we have that and th- that is constructed in our brain, mm. right? Yeah. And you you can come and you say, okay, there is a socially acceptable thing of who's hot and who's not, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. if you really go back and you backtrace it to where it comes from, it's not really society. It's like some forces that tell society what to like. Because society apparently is very malleable in what they like because they, throughout history, liked so many different fucking things, yeah. right? Like, I mean, high heels were invented for men. They were supposed to be like the, like they were all the rage when they when they invented. And like wearing pink was actually a sign of, of health back in like royalty times. And men used to wear pink all the fucking time, mm. you know? And those things like transcend through time and they're being di- dictated to us. So what I'm saying is that, okay, those things are dictated. It means that we can also deconstruct them. So what we think mm. we like is not necessarily what we do like, mm. but it does not mean that, we actually like other stuff. It could be that you actually like those things and it could be that you actually just want to like wallow in fucking six packs and yeah. and like, you know, like blondes with huge boobs, whatever yeah. you want, you know. And that's also fine. Mm. As long as you, I think, in my opinion, as long as all of us do this way to kind of figure that out. You yeah. Know? I think you, you have to find out your way of it because that was also something that I ha- had like a big, epiphany about it that i was like i thought because the standard is of of women is skinny and stuff i was like okay i have to look like that and i have to be attracted to that mm-hmm. and then i found out no hell no i love curves i love you know something yeah. to yeah. grab <laughs> and this is not this is not like the the standard or whatever it is and i don't find it beautiful like i don't find skinny beautiful at all I also have a story, but I... <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead, please. <laughs> um, there, there's a one story where I would say it was a bad dating story for me at first, and became a good story. Hmm. And I think for him, it was first an okay story and turned into a bad story. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it was an American, and um, he worked for uh, one of the U.S. top five. 
So he was arrogant, of course. Of course. You know, the, yeah. the one of the big five companies. Yeah. Like. Which one of those? I forgot. <laughs> Microsoft? The, the one yeah. social media platform. <laughs> ah, I see. Mm. <laughs> I see. Yeah. And um, <coughs> he was late. So I we went, we met at my favorite craft beer bar. And because it's not just my favorite craft beer bar, I also met my Berlin bestie there. Um, like I ran into him, he was with his friends. And so I sat with his friends, had fun, da, da, da. he showed up and I'm like, okay, I go on this date. <laughs> I didn't want to. Um, and he was like from second one, just constantly talking about himself. Oh. Like he, he didn't even let me speak at all, not mm -hmm. interrupt nothing. Um, and like mostly about business and was mansplaining to me what marketing is. And mm. I'm an online marketing manager. So, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, or back then I was one and, um, I was like, yeah, you don't, you know, you let, don't even let me speak that I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and I was like getting mad because I was like, what is this? You know, like, uh, But we got drunk, like we had a lot to drink. And um, then uh, at one point when he got back and uh, was about to get drinks. Oh, no, sorry. I have to say that part first. Mm -hmm. um, that he was saying also, like he loves to learn from people, right? Mm -hmm. Of course he does. Yeah. yeah. And like um, you can learn from anyone. And then I said like, yeah, well, but obviously you don't want to learn from your dates. Yeah. <laughs> like I maybe say two sentences in this whole <laughs> evening and he didn't understand what I meant. Uh, oh. And then when he was getting drinks again, I was like leaving and I mean not leaving, but I was like going to the group of, of my friends and um, there was a couple uh, visiting Berlin, uh, friends of my bestie and he and um, she Like he was a touring DJ and every time they're they're from India and every time they're in Europe, she likes to go crazy. <laughs> so she suggests she wanted to see naked be naked women dance. So we went to uh, so the idea was born that we go to a strip club and we all went there. <laughs> no. So I, with my date, he thought I left, but he found me there. <laughs> so we were going to a strip club. We just were just Googling one and we're just like heading there in Mitte and um, it was not a strip club. <laughs> it was basically a bar with a brothel. Oh. So nobody was dancing and everyone stared weirdly at us. And mm. um, uh, we were feeling very embarrassed and that's why we ordered something. I mean, we were a mixed group of people, like yeah. women and men. And, um, and uh, yeah, and it was not getting better. We were just taking this super overpriced drinks and then left again. Yeah, I mean, that's strip clubs for you. Yeah. because i mean they told us we could like just take some women upstairs and we were like no that's not what we're here for mm -hmm. there was a pole but no one was dancing mm -hmm. uh so we went to the next strip club it was just around the corner and i was I, i've been to strip, club, uh, strip clubs before but this was really i was so amazed by it it was like all shiny white mm. you know like the floor was white the, the walls white shiny everything and so many nice girls really beautiful mm -hmm. <laughs> And um, so nice to all of us. And um, they were dancing. And I was like, I loved it so much there. Um, I was like flirting with the girls. I was touching them. And I think that's one thing that I say, one of the few advantages of being a woman, you can touch a stripper. <laughs> mm, yeah. Is it not something you do here or 
Like you're not supposed to touch them? No, you're not allowed, no. Okay. And also, I mean, they were strictly just for dancing. You can invite them to the table. For like a lap dance or... Yes, mm-hmm. but nothing beyond, like nothing in private, nothing. So. Yeah, okay. So I really mm-hmm. like... Um, <laughs> and um, so I was like... And, and this uh, American dude, he was thinking he has to pay for everything so that yeah. was fine <laughs> and he I got mean, top me five right huh? uh, top five so. <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> uh that was good he even like um uh, cashed in some like had this fake money you know like this fake dollars that you then oh, they, they give you the, yeah. yeah yeah and uh he gave me control of it and i just put it like in between my boobs and just distributed and i was like <laughs> so happy with my new job there <laughs> and um i also tried to kiss i mean i was super drunk already i tried to kiss them of course i was not allowed to but like i got like some they were um still like kissing me on the neck or something mm-hmm. and um so i was like ignoring him completely mm-hmm. that was where it was going bad for him <laughs> Even though he tried so hard not to look at the women and just saying like, oh, he just wants to go home with me and yeah. they are nothing for him. And I was like, yeah, well, you're also, I am also the only one you could take yeah, home. Yeah, you got to prioritize, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <and laughs> he was trying so hard to get my attention, but I was like all over the place. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just watching the girls dance and stuff. And there was one girl at our table and... She was uh, super nice. We just talked for ages. And of course, we had to pay her drinks. Super expensive. And she kissed me. And then she made a dance just for me. And I was like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me, it was it, it was like really paying off this evening. And um, <clears throat> then he was like, yeah, come on, let's get out of here. And he still thought he had some yeah. chances. Yeah. To get late this evening. And I was going to his hotel room, mm-hmm. actually, but I just needed to pee. <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, we were... Why, why did you go to his hotel room? Hmm? Why did no, you... No, no, he, he thought, like, there was, like, we would have sex, right? Okay, but... So we went ho- basically to his place. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I was coming with him to his hotel room because... I needed to pee because we were then like out on the streets and I just said, okay, well, but then I was just leaving. (laughs) But before that, because I was drunk, I just had the need to tell him exactly why I don't like him at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And how did he react? He was like, okay, um, sure. Thanks for the feedback. That's what he Mm, said. Yeah. He never had that before. Well, first time for everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think for him it was a bit of a disappointing night. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> eye for an eye-ish, I guess. In some way. Uh, I mean, he didn't harm me with his, like... Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, like he talked... He didn't <laughs> let you talk in the beginning and eventually he got to, so... Uh, full circle that's <laughs> maybe more full circle yeah <laughs> yeah okay um yeah maybe just one um where i had one story in um in marseille where the girlfriend showed up oh wow while we were in the room in his bedroom and, and you knew there was a girlfriend no okay <laughs> um he said he didn't know either <laughs> 
That's the best response <laughs> ever. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't I know her. She, yeah, you know? no, like, no. I was like, I am sure she thinks she is your girlfriend. Um, yeah. I think that's a bit your responsibility as well. Um, and like, it was like in the movies, you know, like he put the lights off. There was like the bell ringing. And, and I said, like, are you trying to avoid someone? He said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night. And I was like, what the? And I saw, I just heard his roommates uh, saying that he's traveling. I was like, okay, bad roommate, <laughs> really bad excuse. And she came upstairs and then they went back downstairs and were arguing for some time and she didn't leave. Oh, wow. And the only thing I was like feeling very bad for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially because he called them her crazy. And I was like, I don't think, I think she thought you were together and this is what yeah. came now. So, and I'm just a friend, of course. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the only thing that he came to his head, to his mind at this point was. I want. Uh, what about the threesome? <laughs> <laughs> did did he actually say that? He asked both of us. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. Yeah. So I I just left. I I didn't have a place to stay anymore. That was a bit bad. But uh, I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm out." <laughs> I'm like, wow. Not doing this. Yeah. I mean, this is like when you really try to max out Murphy's Law. You know, like. <laughs> Like, oh we're all here together <laughs> what about <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. she was hot but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think she's not in the mood right now <laughs> yeah not not very tactful yeah no hmm. okay yeah. um is it is it different like okay i mean of course it's different but my question is do you get sometimes weird responses for the fact of for you being pansexual from people do a lot of people not understand what it is? Mm. No, actually, I. I think there there were some who just didn't think I'm serious. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like... <laughs> no, because I mean, there's this this thing that, um, or also bisexual are often not taken seriously. Yeah, yeah that they're yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah, you you're going back to guys anyways, yeah. right? So. Um, and they were like, no, but I'm, I'm really dating women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the only thing okay. uh, I would say. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but I also don't, I mean, I don't put it on my normal day. De- I, mean, I don't have, I'm not on the normal apps anymore. So mm-hmm. like I'm, for now I'm just u- using Zoe and Lex, so mm-hmm. like the queer dating apps. Um, Lex is really interesting. It's, creepy is it <laughs> it's very interesting but also very creepy i have so there's a lot of scam going on in oh this. really yeah, yeah and weird messages that you get from time to time where you're like okay you don't have a picture you don't have anything and it kind of looks like an old newspaper yeah right? yeah, yeah like, that, like that newspaper was, ads yeah that's yeah. the sense of it right and you just i thought it was supposed to be for transgenders or no, no no for all queers okay so that's why you get like the whole queer thingy like the hookup guy thingy and uh, I see I see okay um yeah and everything in between yeah. made by a lot of Israelis by the ah, way okay. based in San Francisco but yeah it it's it's quite interesting uh but I didn't have the guts yet to meet anyone when I really have no reference how they look like and 
Uh, yeah. And if I should like engage further in this, I don't know. I find it creepy when I have nothing to contribute or no, 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 nothing to to have like a point. What that person. Ah, okay. Who is who is this yeah, person? Yeah, who is this person? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. I, it's kind of like swiping on empty profiles that have yeah. no clear pictures, you know? It's yeah. Like and you just write like a short thing, so you're yeah. not... Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have another question or... No, that's my that was my question. <laughs> Go on. Uh, but actually, yeah, what I wanted to say, I didn't put pansexual on the normal ra- dating apps. Um, because it's actually, it was annoying when, when I put it out there or something that, you know, it's instantly people or guys are assuming, oh, yeah. we can have threesomes, right? Yeah. And that's uh, something that I'm like, no, this is not, I'm not sharing people. I'm just, you know, yeah. or okay, not like per se, just for them. Yeah. Uh-uh. And, um, yeah, and also because I talk very openly about sex mm-hmm. and stuff, that was also misleading some people that I'm just like hooking up with them for yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I wanted to talk about why it took me so long to go on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, actually, and also uh, not uh, the publishing my stories, is because I was ashamed of like uh, quite some things that... I let do to me. I mean, that you was let like what? that happened to me, or I let happen to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of things I didn't didn't say or yet. Um, but the the downside of all that, like, I was I thought like, okay, why you know why I'm not, um, you know why I'm still engaging with certain people who treat me bad and stuff like this. And yeah. I had quite some experiences where it was just a down drain where I was like really treated badly. And I thought like something is really not going well. And this was the, uh, that's why I say I was addicted because it was harming me in a way already. Um, because I just like the less confident I was, the more shit I took, right? Like the the more shitty people I met actually. Please notice there's a trigger warning from here on out. And um, it was to that extent um, that, like, I was still entertaining so many things and I was sleeping with people that I didn't want to even and just to make them comfortable, just to fulfill expectations, right? And I think I'm not the only one um, who did that. And so I was... It came to the extreme point that I was still nice to my rapist. So, and I was like blaming myself for it. I was not talking for a long time for it. I never reported it because I thought, oh, I took him home. Right. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, I was not maybe not pushing him hard away. I was not saying loud uh, often enough, uh, no often enough or Mm -hmm. um, screaming loud enough or whatever. But the the fucked up thing is then that I was really thinking that I um, let him stay over. Mm. And I was like, why the fuck? Why the fuck did I do that? What is wrong with me? And then I was like really harsh on myself for 
doing all that, right? For mm -hmm. engaging in too many things that I didn't even want to. And then I was uh, like, I'm very much into psychology. And so I was like digging and then I was like, okay, the comfort of other people, even if it's such an asshole like this person, um, is more important than my own comfort. Mm -hmm. So um, I am a people-pleasing ass. <laughs> and this, I think, really something that I can say is better not date as a people-pleaser. Mm -hmm. Like in this, when you're like that extreme of a people-pleaser, I think like many people are in some sort, but yeah. that like when everyone else is... And everyone else's feeling are more important than your own. Yeah. Then it just harms you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You and have to kind of prioritize yourself. <laughs> it's yeah. hard, though. That's that's. The yeah, thing about I mean, it. I I'm, I'm I'm trying hard for for since I know this, I'm I'm trying hard to do that. But I think it's uh it's still um a very. It's something that you have to untrain because you've mm -hmm. been conditioned, yeah. right? Um, that like in, in your childhood to be liked, yeah, you have to do this and that and you have to cater to someone else's feelings and yeah. you're responsible for their feelings. I, mean, I guess also especially as, as uh, women, right? Like women yeah. being like... Uh, being a good girl, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And, and that was like, for me, that made me so angry about like how I was raised and and how this got me all into into that and um but one thing is to understand it i think that's a that's a good beginning and uh, as i was starting to talk about this with my female friends they were like oh actually same yeah i said okay i'm really not alone with this and um if i can prevent one person from doing something <laughs> that i did <laughs> then yeah. it's already a good thing um, and that's actually a thing that is got very important to me. And also I got rid of my shame. It's even called toxic shame hmm. that I was like ashamed of everything I did and stuff like this. Um, I mean, shame is all, like, I, I can think of the only reason I think people should be ashamed of, of themselves in any situation is if they hurted someone hmm. in, in a malice attempt. You know, like the, the, they they try to hurt someone. They yeah. should be ashamed of that. <clears throat> but we shame ourselves for so many yeah, things. Yeah, for often things we cannot even change, like our body or yeah, how we are. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, and also things that are not shameful at all. You know, like there's mm -hmm. nothing shame related in it, right? It's just things we kind of make up either society or as a person. And yeah, but man, it's, it's really hard. It's not like, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, what, what the scenario you uh, depict uh, could be uh, like in terms of how to deal with it, but generally trying to unlearn things and get rid of the things that you're ashamed about yourself mm. is just so hard. Yeah. And it's such a long process most of the time. It is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then to get rid of the people pleasing is then way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take your space, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's still, you know, um even though I I think that was was one of the the uh harmful things that I thought I am not like that. I thought yeah. I'm confident, I don't mm -hmm. need others approval, I don't care if they like me or something, but that was not true at all. If it was about a person that I gave this value already, yeah. then I um then I thought okay, 
I need their approval, you know, to feel better about myself. Yeah. And um, I think because I thought, oh, I'm not one of these girls who's just searching for validation on the apps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the end, that took me longer to <laughs> finally realize that I am. Yeah. And I think, sure, there's always some, even when you're like confident with yourself, I think you always have like, um, you always think it always affects you. Yeah. I think if, yeah, of course. If yeah. someone is like swiping right on you or something. Yeah. Things affect us more than we uh, want to admit a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Especially from strangers. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why we keep also going back on the apps. I mean, the apps are not designed for us to find someone. Anyways. No, no. <laughs> definitely not. No. <laughs> uh, no. Um, and, and I'm like, really, like now I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I have to like remind myself like, no. I mean, it's addictive. You know, that's yeah. the thing. It's really addictive. And it's it's not the, so much then about the people itself. That's, um Yeah. I thought, like, what's the alternative to online dating? Because, like, if you're just working and you're busy, then, like, if you have no hobbies or something, <laughs> or don't do them. Yeah, just work, really. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, okay, I remember very precisely, like, I was in the tram and I saw someone across from me and I was like, yes, um... <laughs> These are people you have to find on the dating apps again to meet them, right? Yeah. I mean, I was trying to make eye contact. Uh, he didn't look up at all. Um, but also what happens after you do eye contact? <laughs> yeah, you have you to know? have the guts. It's it's a bit more personal space than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, like less of personal space in a way yeah. when you approach them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the thing is that I matched with him with exactly this oh. person two weeks after. Nice. But I didn't know it back then um and i i found that after our first day that i found yeah um out that it was him because also we are taking the same tram to to work and he said he would have found it like super weird if i would have approached him really (laughs) so yeah i mean because when i deleted the apps i was like okay what now you know and i was like i'm just out there i just yeah talk to people but actually i think some of them find, or many of them then find it weird, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that happened to me once as well. What? I was on the Uban and then um, like uh, an hour later, I matched with someone and she texted me, did I just see you on the Uban just really? now? Really? And yeah. Oh, and then, wow. And then we met, just nothing happened. It was like a lunch thing. She was a tourist, you know, so it wasn't yeah. like a... I mean, it would happen, it could be more likely right with the app happen with happen yeah i haven't used that for years oh my god yeah um yeah but no it was like tinder or something yeah it was Mm -hmm. like really random i guess but that's cool i mean if they recognize you because i mean also what i have to say like this guy looked completely different on his pictures but he has like two faces basically like they're going to work with shirt and like no hat and then in his free time he has ha- has hats and fake piercings fake piercings, fake piercings yeah. <laughs> why i don't know okay it's, it seems to be a thing i was um yeah okay but uh yeah i dated this guy for w- <clears throat> one year on and off <laughs> yeah um and i fell quite hard for him but um he 
didn't, was no fan of commitment. Um, and then uh, we were both seeing other people. And then um, I had chlamydia. And Yay. I told him <laughs> and all the people I was with. And um, I was called names and I was blocked. Oh and I God, was yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shamed. And, um, but uh, yeah, the girl he was dating at the point freaked out as well. Mm. And her result of that was he proposed to him. She proposed to him. She proposed to him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because of chlamydia. Hmm? Because of chlamydia. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just to be more exclusive, I guess. Okay. Um, and the no commitment guy said yes and moved in with her. <laughs> I was like, what the? Wow. <laughs> um, Go chlamydia. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I helped them for, yeah. <laughs> for the better, I guess. Um, yeah. And then he said like, oh, he doesn't have to stop dating me. So like Berlin style, right? Yeah. Um, we can still be a thruple. <laughs> a thruple. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, um, you're married to this person. Maybe not. Hmm. Um, but he gave me a week to, to think about it. And when I came back to him, he said, oh, we found already someone. Oh my God. After one year of dating. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, but th- what I learned from this is like about STDs. I mean, I was already because I was sexual active, um, quite active. Mm-hmm. I was like going for tests every half a year. Mm-hmm. But this can sometimes not be enough. No, um, I mean it never is enough. To be honest, mm-hmm. like there is there is no <laughs> safe everyone. way. Once you have sex, you're you're in danger. You should be, of course, yeah. safer as safest as you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I learned it that way that condoms are not safe enough. No, I mean, condoms are also not necessarily safe for certain things. Like, for example, genital herpes can go yeah. with a condom and stuff like that, you know. But also a lot of people don't know that you can get chlamydia from uh, blowjobs and deep throats and yeah, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that's the thing. And that was something that I had to learn this hard way. And also yeah. that as a woman, you can die from it. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, uh, antibiotics resistance or... No, I, I didn't know I had it. And I had it ah, already for three months and it was like getting very bad and they didn't know what it was. Really? Yeah. Um, And then when they found out I had like an emergency surgery and they said like it was kind of last minute. Wow. Because like it could have been like blood infection. uh, Yeah. Like I think it's kind of like progressing through your body, right? Yes, it is. It is. Um, And that was like a very uh, hard way to learn way more about <laughs> wow so i'm really like thinking because the the question is always awkward right like i i try to ask but when you're like in the heat of moment of the moment you don't yeah. want to uh by the way are you tested and how long is it to go yeah so i was like we're already so responsible with like putting our vax status on the profiles yeah why can we not put our yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> to be honest, I think the sad truth, the sad truth is that, at least here in Germany, for example, in Israel, I could because it's uh, we don't really have private insurance as strong as here, and also the public insurance is way less money oriented than here somehow. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in Israel, I would have gone to my family doctor, to my GP, and say, "Hey, can I get like a full urine test? Mm. You know, everything, you know, whatever I want." They were like, okay, you know, here you go. Here, I cannot do that. Went to like so many doctors. Nobody gives me a urine test because it's so expensive. Mm. And uh, I'm private, privately insured because I have to, because as a, as a freelancer uh, expert, uh, so that's, I cannot be on public insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with public insurance, 
they sometimes like try to resist to give it to me because they say, well, I mean, it's statistically very, uh, like it's only uh, uh, discoverable in like 70% uh, of the time. Okay. Who might might be true, might be not, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the thing, what I'm saying is that as a man, super hard to get tested here mm. for anything be- besides hep C and, and HIV. Because mm-hmm. those you could do with a blood test. Yeah. But anything that requires a swab test or urine test, yeah. I mean, swab tests are horrible, but let's say urine test super easy. You can actually test in one urine test for so many different things. Yeah. Right? But they don't do it. Yeah. What, the, what they tell you is just say you have symptoms. And exactly. And then they do it for no. free. And then no? they give you antibiotics. Oh. They like 700 times. Damn it. Every time I try to kind of like, I want to get tested, we're like, why? Do you have symptoms? And then. Someone told me, yeah, just tell them. And then I was like, yeah, I think they did, even though I didn't. Mm. And they were like, okay, so here's antibiotics. <laughs> you know, just I mean, take it. it's, yeah. it's quite a hustle, but there are like so many f- different places where you can go to make the test here in Berlin. But it's still, it shouldn't be something, you know, that is so yeah, out of space. It shouldn't you know? be a crusade. You yeah, know? Just it be should like be normal. like a walkthrough. Yeah. <laughs> However, I think that the actual, um, how do you say, the salvation will come from the all the new startups that have like home kits for, mm. for these kind of uh, tests. Like there's a lot of uh, up and coming SDI um, home tests and, and startups, you know, like that have like some dedicated apps for that. That is definitely something. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that probably will change kind of like how COVID tests, home tests <laughs> changed, you know, like I that th- way. I still think the awareness of STDs is still, I mean, even though it's, I had the feeling in some other countries, it was a quite super normal thing. Um, and here in Berlin, even though like uh, a doctor told me like, this is the most, like chlamydia is the most trending yeah. STD <laughs> yeah. and is basically so common. Yeah. Um, that still, I have the feeling sometimes people were like, what? No, I have to get tested for this. I don't have it. You yeah. know, like, oh, what the? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's there's also so many, so many like things that are very common, not as severe, but could be severe in the long run that they're not yeah. being tested generally. Mm. And also like PPV, everybody have like PPV. It's like almost like the 75% of the population have PPV of some sort. And okay, it's <laughs> it's quite crazy, you know. Yeah. So um actually I got to know from your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and yeah, I think it's it's definitely something we need to talk more about mm-hmm. and not shame people for like yeah. I, I had um last year, I think, or like two years ago, there was uh one person I was uh sleeping with had scabious. What's that? Scabious is something you can get from, uh, like, uh, if you sleep in nature, or it could also tra- uh, transmit. It's basically a little, um, kind of like small little ants, microscopic ants that oh. go under your skin, lay eggs, and then just live under your skin. And it yeah. gets you to be super scratchy. That's the thing. Oh, in the okay. army in Israel, we have this thing that we call them like scabious blankets because it's like these blankets that kind of been in the army for like decades. And it's like wool blankets. And you know that you're not supposed to use them because they most likely have scabious on them. Oh, okay. Is it like bad, bad bugs? No. Similar, Similar family, okay, but, but like just manifests. Bad okay. bugs don't live on humans. Yeah. So, um, 
you can get scabies if you just like cuddle with someone. You don't have to have sex with them in the same bed, you know, for 10 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's enough. Oh, wow. Um, and the thing is that you want someone that you have been in physical contact, close physical contact, um, have scabies. Every person that had this uh, contact with this person have to put cream all over their body for a Ooh. night. It's actually not a big deal. Okay. The cream is like, it is a cream and it does, it's like a little bit, you know, uh, it's kind of like a pesticide a little okay. bit. So, but it's not, so, it's something that you would feel different or anything. Maybe it tingles a little bit, you know, definitely not something you're supposed to do every week, but like once in a lifetime, hopefully that's fine. And, um, yeah. And then like everybody have to do that, you know, like, cause it take, could take like a month, two months until it's, you realize that you have it and then it's too late because okay. you're infected like anyone around you that uh, you hug or whatever. And then, oh like, I mean, for an extended amount of time. But um, it was surprising to me because I was seeing, like, maybe, like, four four people at a time. Like, I was sleeping with four different pi- people, different sort of relationships, of course, but mm. doesn't matter. Um, and some of them took it very badly, you know, like, not necessarily shaming me, but they felt very shamed or their families or their friends shame them for it because you know for example one of them she was uh, sleeping with her best best friend in her bed so her best friend also had to put mm. the cream you know oh wow yeah and uh that's kind of weird to me like that people still do that and this is not even an sti mm. you know this is something you can get from a lot of things you yeah. know and it was so weird for me that people are still so so much in this shamey mindset about it you know yeah. yeah yeah that's that's why i feel like we just have to talk more openly about it yeah it's also why i do stand up now <laughs> you can just talk about anything yeah um yeah but also because i mean okay with that it's you have not to have sex with them that you see how it spreads basically mm-hmm. but with chlamydia it's basically the same like it spreads it like spreads when you just fast. yeah in, yeah with they yeah. have you're sleeping with different people it can't just be like pop, 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 yeah. pop, and yeah, I mean, I think there there are some practices. Uh, there's some extreme practices. That, like I I know people that are, kind of, in my opinion, a little bit extreme about being safe. You know, the, like yeah. tested, get the, getting tested every month and so on. But it also depends how active you are, I think, and mm. what kind of you know activities you do. Mm. But um, just this week, by the way, I saw a profile um, on field of someone that. Uh, wants to have raw sex like a, a woman that wants to have raw sex mm-hmm. only without condoms you know with like, different people she just she just says this is how she likes it that's i mean i didn't talk to her but that's her profile yeah so i was like <laughs> okay you know that's uh that's a bit um stupid <laughs> you know yeah yeah good luck with that but um yeah i don't know it's it's uh, there's there's definitely some practices that i try when i mean now i'm not really active so much like i have my partners and uh, mostly that but uh like i usually when when i was more sexually active i was trying to like going on dates and so on i would try to for example use my hands instead of like going down people and i encourage anyone else doing that the same you know i think that's that's fair you know um so I think that's that's one thing people can do more, be more aware of the fact that oral sex is not a safe thing but to do. But you can still, like, if you touch 
than your genitals, you can still like you can still, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's it's <laughs> it reduces the amount the the risk yeah. to like a very 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 low uh, statistically low uh, chance. So mm. I think that's fine. Condoms and so on as well. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean that's that's all you get. It's it's not a safe word out there, you know. Uh, <laughs> like humans have bacteria and shit, you know. So. If you are sexually active, just get tested every once in a while and like a few months or so, whatever mm. you feel like you need to do. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. But I'm not an expert about this. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe someone is listening to this and like, no, <laughs> <laughs> get tested every week. Every week yeah. is maybe it's, it's a, a bit, bit excessive. Yeah. Yeah. But I really hope this test will be like, like I really would love to have this kind of home test, like COVID, yeah. like for these yeah, kind of yeah. things, you know. It's yeah. like I actually there is one just for women and just for chlamydia. Yeah. Um, and I I just know that someone wanted like a startup wanted to invent something like that because they uh, ask specific questions and stuff. But I don't know if that's already out there or not. So okay. I don't know. All right. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I'm glad you overcame this shame, and uh, I really. Uh, I mean, I guess your blog will be in German, right? No, no, no. It's in English. Ah, okay. So I'm yeah. really uh, looking forward to to reading <laughs> that. And uh, yeah, I want to just you know thank you for for coming uh, all this way with uh, busted Uban. <laughs> uh, that, uh, and walking. <laughs> walking, taking a bus was a journey. Um, and after two years, uh, it's quite an accomplishment for me. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming and sharing. And, um, I hope, um, anyone listening learned or took something away from it yes, please. in some way. <laughs> and yeah, if anybody have any comments or stuff, I mean, okay, honestly, nobody have comments. <laughs> I always say that, but nobody have comments. Aww. Just, just, just like, I you put know. a comment somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> just, just for you. You know, just write me stuff or whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And then uh, have a nice um, week or whatever time structure you follow. Till next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>